So good morning, yogis, and welcome to our very first morning of instructions that we usually give at this time. So it's really helpful that you're here on time. Thank you for coming in. Welcome, welcome. So usually we take the first few moments to establish our postures to make those final movements that help us be relaxed yet alert. Just waiting for everybody to come in. We can begin to make those final movements in our little nests. Making sure that the body is sitting comfortably. That is the very first important instruction. Sit comfortably. It's helpful to notice any places in the body where there might be some holding or tension. So I usually scan the body at the beginning, a very gentle, quick scan around the eyes and mouth, for example, and bringing a gentle awareness around those areas. If there's any tension or holding, seeing if we can intentionally soften around those areas, around the eyebrows, the tongue and the mouth. Notice the shoulders, allowing them to drop. Nothing forcibly, just that gentle intention for softening even going down the arms, noticing the hands. Usually there is some habitual tension there. So gently releasing, noticing especially around the torso, how we might tend to have tension around the chest or the belly area, allowing that to soften. The buttocks, the thighs, the knees, the feet. Find your way in the next few seconds. Now, relaxing the mind, how do we do that? Notice if there is any agenda in your mind to do something, to attain, even to let go of something, to solve something. Letting go of any agenda we have for our practice. Remembering that the practice of mindfulness is simply to be in our present moment experience. So leaving the past to the side, plans of the future, leaving that to the side. This is the training that we're all here for. Training to be aware, mindful of just this present moment. There are very deep, liberating aspects to this that we are going to discover, and many of us have already discovered. 
So letting go of any plans, agendas in this sitting, for this retreat, for our life. This is a training of simply being present. So now coming to experience the whole body just sitting here. Having a more global awareness around this whole body. Remembering to keep that balance of being comfortable, yet alert. Whole body just sitting here, awareness around that. And then noticing that place within the body where you sense the breath coming in and going out. It might be around the whole chest area. Direct it to around the belly, the rise and fall of the abdomen as the breath comes in, and the falling of the abdomen as the breath goes out. See if you can gently bring your attention around that particular area. That area where you sense the rise and fall of the abdomen or the chest most clearly. Where is that for you? Now see if you can connect with the very beginning of that rising to the very end of that rising. Not too tight around it, just a gentle awareness around that area. The rising of the abdomen, or you might feel it in the chest area, or both coming to a end of that rising and then begin to notice the falling of the abdomen and the various sensations within that falling to the very end. See if you can take a few moments to just be with that area, leaving all else aside for now. We're practicing in the beginning of our sitting, we practice stabilization of the mind around the sensations of the body and the breath in particular. Mindfulness around the very beginning of that in-breath arising of the abdomen or chest. Noticing the pause. And then also beginning, middle and end of that falling of the abdomen. Or the out-breath. You'll notice that this brings the awareness, attention to the very present moment of just that.
servicing and training the mind to be more still, connecting with the simple simplicity of breath in the body. There will be many times when awareness leaves that experience of the breath and the body. This is normal. Simply, gently return and begin again. Sensing or feeling the various sensations in the rising and the falling of the abdomen or the chest. Notice where you sense it more clearly and bring your awareness to that place that it is sensed most clearly. Mindfulness will go away from this place many times. A big part of our training is to remember to begin again. Having this intention and the spirit of beginning again over and over, just come back. the simplicity of feeling this breath. See if you can connect closely. It's not simply knowing the breath, but actually sensing it closely, feeling it. Feeling the movement of the abdomen as it rises, noticing the pause and feeling as it closes. Sometimes it's helpful to make a silent mental notation at the beginning of the rising or in-breath and noting in a quiet, whispering way in the mind, noting rising or in, and then feeling that in-breath or rising movement. And on the out-breath, or the falling of the abdomen, you can make this silent mental notation of falling or out, and then noticing that clearly, closely, sensing that out-breath. We're not so used to doing this so closely, so intimately, so give ourselves time. It's okay if you don't sense right away. Remember that this is a training. So we're noting rising or in and then feeling that breath and all the various sensations until the very end of that in-breath. Then noticing the pause 
and then the beginning of an out-breath, noting out or falling of the abdomen. So it's in and feeling that breath, out, feeling that breath, or rising, falling, This silent mental noting really helps to zone in to that particular area. It helps to quiet the mind and the body so it's not so distracted. It's a very powerful support to quieting the mind, the body, When we use a mental noting, about 2 or 3% is in the actual whisper of that noting in the mind, rising. Very whisper-sensitive. And most of our attention, 97 or 98%, is in the actual feeling of that breath the sensations of that falling or rising breath. You can use the mental notation of in, out, or rising, falling. Choose what works for you. The noting serves to point the awareness in that direction so it's not so distracted to the many things in life that we're normally distracted to. It's just here, pointing to and then connecting and sustaining to that particular experience, just that. Just the in-breath and the pause, the out-breath and the pause. The awareness will leave that place many times, quite natural. Just gently but clearly return back to the rising, falling So continue on doing the best you can and let that be good enough, not striving, trying too hard. Gentle but clear, relaxed and alert. Find the balance.
if getting lost in thinking happens, recognize that this is natural, not making a problem out of it. Just continue with the training to return to the experience of the rise and fall, the in and out, noting it in and feeling that in breath, noting out and feeling that out breath. Keep the breath natural, not forced or contrived. Very natural. Sometimes the breath is long, shallow or deep. Whatever it is, just be aware of that.
Remember that it's okay to begin again over and over. That's part of our training. It's returning to the rise and fall, noticing the various sensations.
in these last two minutes of the sitting, see if we can re-establish our intention of being aware, mindful, of just this present moment around the rise and fall of the breath. Gentle but clear. So thank you everyone for your practice. Usually at this time uh, we open the floor from, for any questions you have about your practice, especially just right now uh, as you were investigating and exploring this training. And um, I just want to say I was hearkening back, I had this quick thought about When I was just starting practice many, many years ago. And uh, one of the first things I realized is how unstill the mind is. You know, it it just wasn't, didn't want to stay or go back to something that was kind of central to my being alive, like my breath. It just wanted to go out all the time. And one of the first things that I felt when I was starting to do practice is like frustration, disappointment, I could never do this. But the other side of that is I realized that I needed to because my mind was just all over the place and I was raising three children and I had to be clearer and I just had to have some sense of stability within my own mind, body, heart. So... um, I, I got this sense when I was much younger of this um, cartoon character. I can't remember the name of this one. And Peanuts with all this uh, um, kind of flying dust around. What was the name of that? Linus? Pig pen. Huh? Pigpen. Pigpen. So... Uh, I said, oh, my mind is just like Pigpen. <laughs> it's just all over the place. And it really encouraged me to notice that where it was. So some of the first things we notice about our practice is just how unstable the mind is. It just goes anywhere. And so what we want to emphasize in this retreat is that this is a training, no matter whether you're just starting or whether you've been in the practice 20 or 30 years. It's constantly um, bringing that training to the mind so that there's more stabilization, 
more clarity, more peacefulness. So in time, I, I began to see that the mind was like this pond that had several layers to it, many currents flowing through it, whipped up at the top, you know, a lot of debris. But in time, it got stiller and stiller and stiller. And there, it still gets debris, and it still gets those currents, but there's more mindful awareness around it and less and less identification about those, what those currents are. For example, the defilements or the hindrances. Um, so there, there's much more clarity, there's much more wisdom, there's much more gentleness and compassion that grows from that. Instead of just letting the mind be how it is, we're training here. So be very, very patient and compassionate with oneself as we're going through this. And um, just take one moment, one breath, one step at a time. And you'll start to see, even during this retreat, towards the end of this retreat, you'll start to see what a difference that makes in your life. Going towards peace, going towards more contentment, going towards more clarity, seeing things as they really are, and living in alignment with that instead of fighting that unknowingly. So that's my... Yeah, there's a question there. Go ahead. Okay, can't seem to let the breath be, fighting it, being involved with it. Well, I just feel that I'm in control. Feel that I'm in control, yeah. So let's examine first um, whether are you making the breath in any particular way or are you letting it be natural? Well, that's my question. How do I, how do I let it yeah. be natural? Yeah, that, that takes time. In, in the beginning to allow it to be natural. So you might just um, have this uh, intention for yourself to just be with the natural breath. And remember, even in the, um, in the instructions of the Buddha, in the Satipatthana Sutta, it, uh, there is said there, to sometimes the breath is long, sometimes it's short, sometimes it's deep, sometimes it's shallow, like that. So we just have to allow it to be that way. And even when there is some control of the breath, in the beginning let it be okay because we're just getting used to it. Just bring attention to that, to however it is in the moment uh, that you're feeling that particular breath, in-breath or out-breath. And if you feel frustration or disappointment or those things, just notice that without making a big deal out of it, and just come back to that. Remember, we're just on the first day here, so it's liable to to calm down and just be a, a little more natural day by day, sitting by sitting, giving it time. Yeah. There's one back there. Yes. Yes, you? Uh-huh. Yeah. What, by the way, we're going to repeat the instruction at the 2.15 sit. Yeah, so I was going to say that later too. But <clears throat> right now, um, you know, this is my teaching from Manindra, who was actually Manindraji. He practiced and learned uh, at the Mahasi Center in Rangoon, straight from Mahasi Sayadaw. And he was given permission to be right with the nostrils, um, because there are so many people in training, even with um, Goenka, coming from the Goenka tradition, Mr. Goenka, that started from here. And so Manindra would always ask me, where is it most noticeable for you? 
And actually, it was most noticeable for me at the rise and fall. So we will give that instruction regarding here, because um, in that instruction regarding here, we're really talking about the sensations that come within the abdomen here. But um, I would just go ahead with it for now at the nostrils, because that's what you're used to. I was given permission to do that. But uh, I find that there's more... Um, noticing the bodily sensations of the rise and the fall of the abdomen were much more predominant for me. So I would try to come back here, see if you can take um, a sitting or two, especially when we are guiding you in the morning, to actually do that for all of you who are at the nostrils. And we, we try to respect that. Um, so don't make it too tight you know, but if you have to be here, it's okay in the beginning, but see if you can train to come back here. Because a lot of our instruction is going to be sensing the sensations that are within one movement of the breath, one half of the movement, and the other half of the movement. And we're going to be talking about those specific sensations right there. Yes. Thank you. In back there, I think that's Freda. Say it again, Freddie. Having, having the masks on, yes, right. Yeah. Thanks for saying that, because I think that <laughs> that's a truth for this everybody here in this room. The masks make a big difference. Uh, it's sort of a lot of sensation is happening around here, right? So uh, it, during that, those times, the instruction was, you can put your, um, your hands right at your belly, and you might sense that more when, if you just have it right here. So... Um, Yes, just wait a couple more days. We might have a, something, be able to take off our mask. Let's see. Yeah, patience is a major, major quality that will help us now. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any instructions for people who have asthma or similar issues with Oh, right. Yeah, um, instructions for uh, people of asthma, anxiety, or trauma that lives in the breath. Thank you for bringing that up. If it's difficult and it brings up that when you go to the breath and the abdomen, or maybe even around the nostrils, yeah, let's be careful about that. So one thing you can do, um, it's just for that we realize that coming to the West, that that is uh, actual reality. So we have to be careful around that. I would suggest um, if you can come here and it's neutral sometimes, you can try that out, being at the abdomen, if it's neutral. Is it more neutral at the chest? No. Is is it more neutral at the abdomen? Then stay with the abdomen. Yeah. I'm going to give you another um, way in a minute. But first, staying with the abdomen and letting the attention, when it goes to something else, gently bring it back. Just gently bring it back, not forcefully. Whether there's trauma or anything else coming up, always gently bring it back. If, it's, um, if the feeling, the um, agitation or whatever's happening in the mind or the body is too strong, we can talk about it more personally with you, you know, when we get to the... Um, check-ins which start tomorrow Uh, but I would suggest just sometimes you can bring it to the whole body rather than a particular place like you can feel in it it's talked about also in the suttas to bring it to the whole the feeling of the the body and the whole breath in the whole body the breath in the whole body like it, it feels like the whole body is like that And so it's more global rather than specific. So try try that and see how it works. And then be sure to talk to one of us about it. Uh, 
so that we can be even more specific. Yeah. It's really interesting uh, for a lot of people when the, um, the Mahasi tradition came into being to bring the breath to this area of the abdomen. There was a lot of feedback during that time that it took it away from all the activity where we think the thinking is taking place around here. It grounded the attention more here. So see, see if that understanding can help you. Yeah. And others too. So um, just one more and then have to go to announcements right there. Yes. Uh huh. Um, so I, I see people in a lot of different positions. Is there any way you could just, just like, what are some different positions and what are the benefits of some of them? Yeah, okay. Pretty new to practice. Longer times are not, um, not used to. Yeah. Yeah, so before I forget, one of the announcements is tomorrow there'll be the movement. Uh, teacher will be here. Is she here today? Okay, not yet. Mm-hmm. So I want to introduce her when she gets here. But uh, And tomorrow there'll be some instructions around sitting. And that will be at, what, what time is that? Three o'clock. The movement tomorrow. Okay. So um, is Eowyn here? Okay, we'll introduce her later, but she will be here um, tomorrow, beginning at 3 o'clock, and offer uh, suggestions about sitting. Yeah, there, there are many different postures you can be in. You know, if you're really u- new to it, you might just try a chair for now. Yeah. We can be uh, mindful in any posture, sitting, laying down, walking, standing. Yeah. So I want to give a a few announcements.